Thanks for joining me on the Tech of Sports and iHeartRadio this week. And we're going to get a little techie and have some fun, uh, some NBA fun, with uh, award-winning journalist David Heron, uh, author of 18 books. And uh, if you remember, if you're a basketball stat geek at all, uh, invented the Tendex system uh, when he was in college. It's been around for a while. He was the, uh, the statistician for the Knicks, uh, a writer, uh, author, uh, lots of different things. And uh, he's got a new book out, 75, the best NBA players and teams rated by a statistician who's seen games since 1947. And I hate saying that, uh, David, because that kind of dates you a little bit, but uh, great to have you on. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But you had uh, you you thought deeper than just working the uh, or watching the games on the surface. Uh, uh, always into statistics, or what kind of brought out your love for uh, for stats and the method and and tracking things. Well, it started when I was in college. I went to the University of Delaware. My dad was on, on the sports staff at the New York Times, and he asked me if I would do some streaming for the Times. So yeah, that calling in games results. And when I called in, they always asked for, well, who won, what was the score, and who was the high score. And that was it. And uh, by that time, I had gotten to the point where I was thinking, scoring is not everything. Some of the greatest players that all score a lot of points, and some, some do score a lot of points are not all that good. And so that led to my sitting down and putting together a logical formula, basic formula, which, which I call Tendex. It wound up being a, a series of 23 of them um, for different aspects of the game. But that's what really got it started. Uh, and then it got publicized. It, it was in the paper. The, the, the Delaware, I forget what we called it. It was the review, I think it was. And one of the local Wilmington guys wrote a, wrote a column about it. And uh, from there it went on. And I, my first full-time job was at a, as statistician for the New York Knicks. And Will Chamberlain was looking all over my shoulder. I got to know Will because he wanted to know what his, his 10 x rating was. And it was just great. I was, it seemed, seemed like the Lord just put me in, in the right place at the right time. Yeah. yeah, at least that's the way I look at it. Yeah, now it's really exploded and it's kind of brought it back again. Uh, we're with David Heron. Uh, the gold standard kind of set the standard for ranking NBA players, the Tendex rating system, uh, uh, rating teams as well, and a new book out. Uh, we're, we're all going crazy with 75 years of the NBA and lists of best players and such. And, uh, and this book kind of gives a different take on it. And uh, um, you said the book's doing well, David. And uh, what's kind of in this new age of analytics – um, what what is what does that kind of meant to you? Well, yeah, the book uh, it's called it's called seventy five, and really analytics grew out of Tendex. Yeah, if you track the history, um, a lot of the Tendex um, logic has been inculcated in, into analytics. Uh, at least the successful, I think the successful logic. I think the, I think the win shares statistic is outstanding and that's one of the, one of the reasons why one of the reasons why I think that is that it parallels the results of the tendex ratings so I think that some of the uh, some of the analytics is really good but a lot of it comes directly from tendex 
It, it absolutely does with David Heron, a uh, legend in, uh, in sports st uh, statistics uh, with a new book out called 75. And uh, David, we all have our lists of the top 10, what we think are the greatest players or teams. Um, kind of maybe give a little teaser on, uh, on what uh, viewers uh, or readers uh, will see your top four uh, pretty tightly contested. stats as as you know are just uh, are just mind-boggling so it does it doesn't surprise me but uh, he was more than just a scorer yeah and, and Robertson Robertson had you know he was like uh, 30 and a lot of times it was more like 15 and 15 early in his career later on it was more like 10 and then it was more like five but early it was like 30 and then a dozen and a dozen uh, rebounds and assists and, and in those days they did not count assists for a pass to a player with his back to the basket. So for the four years that he had Abdul Jabbar and he was a feeding machine, um, he was only averaging eight assists officially, but actually, by today's standards, he was getting 15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the, both of those guys were great. And of course, LeBron, LeBron James and Michael Jordan are right up there with him. But they are really, uh, according to the Tendex system, the, in a class by themselves, those four. Yeah, now with the, with the three-point line being so important, uh, that's kind of changed the dynamics uh, in a whole different way. How does a player like Steph Curry, um, you know, with his range and uh, his, his shooting accuracy, how, how does he fare? Well, he does, he does so fun. Um, he, he is, and one of, these, one of the stats is, um, does that. Um, he is by far the greatest shooter of all time in the NBA. He does have some deficiencies that the other four do not have. Mm -hmm. He's not a strong man defender. He, 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 you know, he, he doesn't do the strong stuff, you know, the rebounding. The, and even for a point guard, he's not a great playmaker. But, he, but because he is the greatest shooter of all time, his rating is right up there in the top. I think it's something like in the 28 or something. He's in the top 30 of all time. But his shooting is by far the best of all time. Yeah, incredible, and uh, we all watch uh, NBA on TNT each week, and we see Shaq and, uh, and, and, and Chuck shooting off their mouths about their playing days. Uh, how does Shaq and, and Barkley uh, fare? Well, they've always done a lot of shooting. <laughs> they got away with a lot of offensive fouls, They're backing in and slugging people out of the way. Both of them did. Um, both were great players. Uh, and they would have been great even if they didn't have to, even if they didn't not play out of their way, because they still could have done, done what they, you know, they still could have got, gotten what they needed. Both were great players, um, but they do not quite 
measure up to the others. In fact, Barkley doesn't even quite measure up to, to, to John Stockton, hmm. who, who, who beat him in a, mem- in a memorable, um, it wasn't championship season, it was the next to the last, and I think after that, Utah went on and played the Bulls. But, but Stockton beat Barkley and his team so bad that Barkley knocked him down three times flat trying to put him out of the game. Stockton just jumped up and <laughs> kept dominating the game. No, Barkley and Shaq were great players, but they were not up to those four. And in fact, I would say there's probably a dozen others that probably were ahead of them. Now, when you track 75 years, to be anywhere within the top 75 is great. Oh, yeah. And certainly and certainly, those guys were in the top uh, 30. Uh, but when you get up there, you get some great talent, not, not just those four, but there are some others. Yeah, another in this day and age, another player we all watch, Giannis. Uh, how does he? How do you think he's going to fare over the, if he, if his career goes as as projected? Where does he fall in? Well, he, he'll, he'll be definitely in the top ten. I call him Topo. I just like to shorten it. You're talking about the same guy, right? His last name is so long that I can't, I can't even pronounce it. Right. So I, I just call him Topo, and I know other guys have it in the game form, but. I have it right at the end of the book after the, right, right at the end, I think it's the last paragraph, uh, the guys who are doing well now, and they're Europeans. This is the first time I can remember when the greatest newcomers in the league were European. You might have a, you know, might have a Nowitzki here and there, but really it's, it's not, not just Giannis, but, but there's two or three others. Um, uh, and they rank like one, two, and three this, this year in the, in the, uh, in the NBA, right? Yes, Giannis. Uh, I forget the name guy, guy's name. Who uh, he was a season center. He actually had a little bit higher rating than Giannis this year. And then the uh, Doncic, Doncic, I think is the name. Yeah. The Dallas point guard. Um, those three right now are as good, if not better, than any of the other. Um, you know the, the the new crop of talent, which is an amazing thing for for, and I think they're all European players. But Doncic looks like he's going to be a top ten player of all time. He's just that good. I mean, he, he's big and he can do everything. Yeah, and putting up incredible, incredible numbers. Wrapping up here with David Heron. Uh, developed the ten dex method. Eighteen books, including his uh, his latest is out now. It's called Seventy Five Ranking the Seventy Five Greatest. Players of all time, and David, maybe a player that we don't consider, you know, one of the greatest, but ranks high in the Tendex method. Who would that be? Um, well, I'd start with with Robertson because I don't, I, I think, I don't think that people today realize just how good he was. Even the ones who can remember '71 when he was, you know, leading that team, the, the market team to a championship. He was past his prime by about five years in. Right. Um, so, but I'd say him. He, he's definitely one. Um, let me think about it. Well, you know, I, I think I think James Harden is underrated. Um, this last playoff series, he, he got a bad rap, but but he was injured. He missed three games, mm. and he, he played in some games he shouldn't have played in, and he, and he was ineffective. But but that team, um, if he had been healthy, and also Grant, he missed a lot of thought of that season too. That they would have won um, because that was that was a great team. But unfortunately for them, they got both hurt. Um, I think I just wandered from the from the question. No, you're good. Again. 
No, you're good. It opens up a lot of questions. This is great for uh, for holiday reading, sitting around the TV as we're watching the NBA. Great fodder for conversation, and uh, great to have David Heron on. We'll put all the links in the show notes. Uh, 75 is the book, and uh, it's fascinating, and, and uh, great to see you're still working all these years, David, and uh, just a uh, an unbelievable... Uh, career of following the NBA. You have a great perspective on it and uh, you're, uh, you're getting uh, good uh, you're, uh, due for, uh, for all this. And the book is great. And uh, thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, David.